back to the comic book bullies with nerdist new bully me host leroy um that with my co-host there i am hey <laughs> this is eli aka eli the hut <laughs> i had something going and i completely forgot about it i froze up line <laughs> i can redo it we're just gonna just steamroll through the thing and just keep going uh yeah but we're back with the episode and yeah what, what do we have we got a whole bunch of stuff going on eli before we get to the the stuff i actually had a request that people actually wanted me to talk about this stuff there's actually some big shit going on Oh, uh, some of you may know, some of you may not know, but tomorrow is December 21st, Eli. It's a big deal. No, actually, right now is December 21st. So what else was supposed to happen right now? First day of winter? First, that is one thing. So, yes, the day is the first day of winter. It is the winter solstice, is what they call it. But there's also something else going on right now, Eli. It's also called the Great Conjunction. Uh, is that from the Dark Crystal? No, it's a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> some sci-fi lord of the rings bullshit no it's a real thing the great conjunction i think it's a real thing i saw it on twitter so who knows <laughs> <laughs> but apparently right now for the great conjunction on the winter solstice we're supposed to be i think like a uh, jupiter and saturn align so they either like in a straight line or they're visible they're close enough that we can see them from space like if you just step outside and oh, look yeah, up you can, you, you can see them from there yeah. so all that sounds pretty cool, but apparently somebody on Twitter took it to a whole nother level. Oh, yeah? And yeah, because, like I said, it's the internet. That's what happens. So apparently on Twitter, I'm trying to see the actual real tweet that happened was actually taken down. She took it down, but I just want to show you this real quick. Uh, apparently, uh, can you see it? As black people, genetically, we are stronger and smarter than everyone else. We are more creative. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So that's the tweet she put out. Apparently, she's saying on December 21st, uh, black people's uh, unlocked DNA will be unlocked. And like I said, the great convergence, what is this, conjunction? Whatever the fuck this is. I, I don't watch Lord of the Rings. But whatever this is only happens once every 800 or 400 years. So our DNA is going to be unlocked. It's supposed to be now. You know, I guess, right. it's, on, I guess it's on CP time. So I guess we got to wait. I don't know. So. <laughs> We'll go for that. So every, basically, Twitter just went nuts with this shit right now. And it's going like, oh, so every black person just been just been making jokes, stuff like that, memes popping up. So anytime you see a meme about like a, a black person, like getting superpowers, stuff like that, that's where it came from. It came from black Twitter. Okay. <laughs> they, they're just throwing like gifts and memes, stuff like that. Like, 
uh like when i when i get my superpowers i'm gonna be like this i should show you but i don't want to show you because i want to get flagged right now matter of fact no i'll show it <laughs> let me see oh because it's like trending on twitter right now let me see if i can put it in there it's like the number one it, it's definitely number one thing trending on twitter right now just about uh black people getting superpowers on december 21st and like this one <laughs> let me see if i can show you this one just just stupid shit man just like I, like I don't, I'm not even gonna play it because I want to get flagged. But they just keep just showing a whole bunch of shit. Like this, we go ahead when we get superpowers. <laughs> or of course, Black Panther stuff go pop up. What the? I don't even know what the hell this is. It's like a fucking Roman candle fight. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> they say that's what December the twenty first gonna look like when Black people get superpowers. Oh, <laughs> uh, now Eli, I thought about like what kind of superpowers am I gonna get? You know, on December twenty first when I get it. But I realized we already know what kind of superpower I'm gonna get. Uh. Because I'm black, you know, we're going to get lightning powers. Because <laughs> that's just how it is, you know? <laughs> so don't guess what kind of superpowers you're going to get. You're not going to get super strength. You're going to get lightning powers because that's like the generic lightning power thing we always get. But all my life, I've always been teased about this shit right here. No, not this shit. Uh, oh. <laughs> Spoilers. Spoiler alert. <laughs> this shit. <laughs> oh, you're going to get the glow? <laughs> yeah, because they always call me Bruce Lee. Every time uh, The Last Dragon comes on HBO, I keep hearing those same dumbass jokes. So, yeah, everybody was thinking this, that that's what my power going to be. Kiss my ass. So You are the last dragon. I've heard it all the time. Every time <laughs> every time it comes on HBO, I'm like, oh, shit, here we go. We're going to school. <laughs> so, uh, let's see, who do we got here? Question. Question. Are you asking a question or you want us to talk about the question or do you want us to review the superhero the question? I'm not Quest, sure. question the, the comic book hero question. Right. I mean, <laughs> I guess. But yeah. so, yeah, so that's all the creation going on. I, I, I just want to just talk about that briefly. I think it's some dumb shit. That's why all, all the white listeners that are listening to this podcast right now, that's why you have to search black Twitter sometime. Because when these crazy ass memes and gifts come up, that way you can be in a loop also. I don't have to explain this shit to you all the time. So, all right. So, what what's the next? You know what? All right, we got past that. Let's get past. Let's get to the to this one. Okay. So, I'm gonna let you take over for this one because this is this is. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, rest in peace to Jeremy Bullock, the guy who played uh, the original Boba Fett in Empire Strikes Back. Um, he was in his 70s, as far as I know. Um, so yeah. We're losing all our Star Wars actors. We've had David Prowse a couple weeks ago. Um, we've lost Kenny Baker, Carrie Fisher. We're losing, you know, there's not that many left from that old school original cast. So, um, and this is kind of a, a little bit of a blow because of On the Mandalorian, which we will get to later. Mm -hmm. uh, we, the resurgence of his character has uh, brought him back into the spotlight. So um, for this to happen is a little, a little bitter, uh, you know, it, it's, it's a little bit of a gut punch, especially since the character is so popular again. So, um, yeah. yeah. At least he got a chance to live long enough to, you know, to see the character get popular again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, rest in peace. Good journey to Jeremy Bullock. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, let's keep going. That way. We are going to talk about the Mando. Uh, lower again, but not right now. I'm trying to see what is this next one. Hold on, let's. Look when do we guys stream? Uh, now. Yeah, whenever we get to it. Usually yeah, Sunday I mean, nights. 
Sunday yeah, nights around now. Twelve ish. Yeah. Midnight. So midnight. Yeah, that's what we usually at. So yeah, thanks for listening. Definitely stay on. We got a whole bunch of shit we got to get past. So uh Eli, I'm gonna let you take over with this also because I have I have no idea what this is or what this is oh, about. Oh, okay. The stand. Well, let me let me get this ready. Let okay. me set it up. Uh da, 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 da. nope, wrong one. Nope, wrong one. Let's see. Don't worry, we're getting there. Technical difficulty. Yeah, yeah. Still working out the kinks. Yeah. Um, share screen. Uh, do 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 do. Don't worry. When you say, while you're doing that, I'll set it up. So basically, uh, if anybody has been keeping up in hands, what is it? CBS All Access. Yeah. Uh, they released a new stand. They released a new stand miniseries. I, I see it. I see it right. Okay. There. Yeah. Let me go ahead and get you up. So yes, the uh, the long awaited. Uh, another adaption, modern day adaption of Stephen King's classic epic novel, The Stand, has finally dropped on CBS All Access. Um, it's going to be, a, I think, a nine or ten episode uh, limited series. Um, How long was the first one? Uh, the first, I think it was like a couple, like two or three, um, like, it was like a mini series. It, it it was like two or three parts throughout the week, you know. I think two or three two hour, like a six hour mini series or something like that. Um, made for TV as well, you know, of course, and it didn't have the big budget or epic scale that most people wanted to see. Um, now, the stand, uh, many believe, or you know, arguably, people think it's you know one, at least one of Stephen King's best novels basically about the end of the world and um, the end of the world through a super flu that basically uh, kills off most of the population on the planet and the, the survivors, they have to uh, rebuild society and then they face off against this supernatural being known as uh, Randall Flagg, the walking dude. He's uh people think, I guess, the shared universe, the shared Stephen King universe. He's a he's a version of the Man in Black from the the Dark Tower series. So he's like this satanic, uh, you know, demon guy who basically rises up after the apocalypse and tries to take over the Earth. And the the few survivors that are left, they have to stand against him. Take us take a stand against him. Um, it's a, like I said, it's a very long novel. Um, told in like three parts. The first, the first part is like, like three hundred pages, and it's all about society collapsing, and it's really creepy. And um, and it's probably one of the first. This it was written back in the seventies, and he was inspired by like Night of the Living Dead and I Am Legend. So it's one of the first post-apocalyptic what what we know today as a, a post-apocalyptic story that you know like mad max and you know what you know that that genre now so it's one of the first in that genre and it basically yeah this super flu called the captain trips infects humanity it's a super plague it's a virus um that kills off everybody it's 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 a cult it's a flu and i gotta tell you watching this in 2020 in our current climate was kind of creepy <laughs> because, you know, um, drawn parallels to COVID, you know, which is no, in no means as deadly as 
I mean, it's, you know, I'm not taking COVID lightly, but in the captain trips, the book here, if you get it, you're dead. You know, mm-hmm. there are a few, there's, there's a few people that are immune to it and they end up surviving, you know, the, the initial, uh, you know, the initial downfall of, of civilization. Um, but the first part of the novel is just about society falling, civilization crumbling, you know, the riots, the panic, and humanity just, you know, going down the tubes. Um, and so this first episode, it, it's um, it very, it, I was a little taken back because it wasn't, it didn't have the big epic scale again, you know, that I was hoping for the, cause it's just, you know, global pandemic on a, you know, worldwide scale. So it didn't have that big giant epic feel that I was hoping, but it focused on character, which I thought was really good. We start out with the Herald character who's like kind of a creep and he's after, um, he has a crush on, this girl named Franny, and they're the only two survivors of their the city they live in. They start making a trek across country, and that's basically what the first part of the book is. Survivors throughout the country sort of start making their way, and they end up meeting up at a certain point, and they all end up gathering in Boulder, Colorado, and sort of start um, rebuilding society. Um, the the this episode, this first episode, started out in Boulder where they are clear, clearing out a church full of dead people. So it's a pivotal part in the novel. It's not the beginning, but that's where the show, the, the show began. So I thought that was really interesting that they're not, they're not telling the book in chronological or it's almost like a Tarantino movie. They're kind of jumping back and forth. So for people who haven't read the book, I don't know if that will be jarring, but you know, I've read the book, so I was able to follow along, but it really focuses on character and um and the relationships between everybody which i think is uh that's what i'm responding to um yeah it would be cool to see like you know like world war z you know and and just you know the world falling apart money they gotta have a lot of money behind. yeah we we are we do see glimpses of that we we are introduced to stew another character he's immune he's you know his story where he gets um, the military comes to his town. He's one. He's like the only survivor who's not getting sick. They find out that he's immune, and they're trying to draw like a vaccine from him. But then everybody in the laboratory end up dying, and he's stuck. And it's basically this first episode. We see him escaping the military laboratory, which is just this underground bunker in who who knows where. It's some top secret underground bunker, and it's about him escaping. And uh, he finds the general who's going insane. Of course, he's sick, and he basically lets him out. Um, and he he eventually meets up with uh, Harold and Franny, and then they and that's what it is. That the, you know, the first part of this novel is them all the survivors meeting up, and then they all um and they all having visions. So enter um, Whoopi Goldberg as Mother Abigail. She oh, is like this okay. prophet. Mm-hmm. Um, she re- basically represents good. Um, and she's like a psychic and she has the, she knows what's going on with, uh, Randall flag, the walking dude. Um, and she starts psychically calling out to all the survivors and telling them to meet up in Boulder. So that's what happens. You know, um, she's basically, everybody starts having these dreams or nightmares 
um, whether how their character is. Harold is this like loner creep. He starts having nightmares about a wolf and Randall Flagg basically reaching out to him. And then other characters who are more compassionate, that's who Mother Abigail um, reaches out to. So yeah, I mean, it's the downfall of society and, you know, and uh, shit hitting the fan. But I gotta say, I enjoyed it. I, I, I was expecting a big, huge budget, you know, um, I am legend, uh, you know, grand epic scale, but I think it's being more, it's more, it's more, it's more small and focuses on character, which I'm enjoying. So I, mean, yeah. I don't think we can, I think it's unrealistic for us to expect Disney plus budgets on every streaming platform. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. I'll do the stop screen. There you go. Okay. So, so yeah. you're saying you like the show. I, I'm digging it. And yeah, I, I'm fi I finally got CBS, the CBS app for oh. this. So Did you ever check out any of the Twilight Zone episode? I, I, I'll get, I can do that now. I can check out Star Trek and Twilight Zone and all the other stuff Ooh, they got Jordan on there. Peele and all that. So, yeah. yeah. All right. So, uh, now we're going to get into it. Now we're going to talk about Mando. We're going to talk about Mando. We missed it last week. Uh, because it was so much info dump that happened last week, we didn't have room for it. But now we got room to do it this time. So let's just talk about it, get into it. Eli, what did you think about it? Oh well, I was uh, I was in total. I gushed. I was gushing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've watched it. I've watched the episode like five times now. So. <laughs> I did. Also, was watching it work a couple times. You know, just to get it. Uh, uh, it, it was spoiled for me. That's one thing. Oh, was it? Okay. It was yeah, I, I I wait. It, it it drops Thursday nights at two a.m. So I wait up to watch. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. So I just woke up in the middle of the night, like three. Uh, no, like four o'clock in the morning, and it was already spoiled. Oh, really? Well, it wasn't me. It wasn't. It, it wasn't. TV it either. wasn't you, but some yeah. somebody else. I was like, because that's how I knew it was. It was on. I like. Oh, it's a new uh, Mando episode. Okay, and it was just spoiled. It was left, right. Yeah. Because I watched it, and then my brother like called me up like right after I got done watching it. My brother called like, "Dude, did you see the man?" I'm like, "Yeah, I did." He's like, "Oh man!" Oh. And we were just like, "Damn!" You know. <laughs> now everybody's go going crazy over the last you know five minutes or ten minutes of the episode, whatever like that. But I think it kind of overshadowed everything else that happened because they really like wrapped up everything that was going on in this in this season. Yes, it just was. Uh, Moff Gideon was had played them. Here's the thing. He actually planned for everything they did, except for the last five minutes. Up until that point, he had them. He had them beat. Yeah, and they did everything that he thought they uh, the, they thought he was going to do. Uh, just the fact that, like, okay, now remember that gift or whatever meme we saw, like uh, when all the 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 lady soldiers came off slave one and started attacking stuff like that. People mm -hmm. saying this is how you do it right, not like how they did it in game. I'll be honest with you, like, I thought it was the exact same thing. Um, I guess I didn't know. I noticed it was like uh, that it was uh, that it was chicks at first. Yeah, like, I, I, I knew, I, it. I knew um, that the internet was gonna, you know, say something about it. And honestly, I felt like that situation was just as self congratulatory, uh, congratulatory as Endgame was. But like I said, I had no problem with either one of them. I was like, cool, sisters doing it for themselves, whatever you want to call it. You know. Yeah, so I, 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 don't, I don't. I mean, I I felt Marvel was a little bit. Like patting themselves on the back for it because I they kind of like called they attention. To it. The back this, with, with this I didn't really think so because I didn't. Really, I, I, it took me. It took me a little bit. Like, hey, where's Boba Fett? Like, oh, oh, these are the just the chicks. And then I remember thinking, somebody's going to write an article on this, <laughs> or, <something. laughs> like or somebody should. You know what right. I mean? But uh, um, but either way, 
that yeah the entire episode was great the action scenes were awesome uh what's her name fennec or whatever the the bounty hunter chick she was like doing all this john wick shit you know like cartoon the show you don't watch yeah she uh, <laughs> um uh Cara Dune shooting people in the face and shit and you know and, and people, people bitching about her her gun jamming it's Star Wars it's the future it's a good jam. y'all never played Mass Effect before or Battlefront where the gun overheats and shit right like what the fuck are y'all complaining about? stop just sharing memes and don't know the meaning behind the memes you're sharing yeah yeah like, fuck the the damn yeah. Right. I, yeah everyone's got yeah every yeah of course people were are bitching but I don't give a shit I'm like I said, I'm just totally gushing over this shit. It's totally, br- it's, it's, you know, it's basically Star Wars all, back to my childhood again. You right. know, I think it's be- done better than, yeah, better than anything since the 80s. Um, and yeah, like the action was cool. Like every, like you didn't even need, if, if, if the shit at the end didn't even happen, I still would have been satisfied. You know? <laughs> that's the thing about it i mean i would satisfy with that just everything that was played out especially since they set up the dark troopers so now it's the star wars universe has terminators now yeah you know, they really I, built them up to be a threat when one of them got loose on mando and it took mando like everything he had to take one of them out yeah <laughs> you know? the fight scenes like you know like i said that whole when the you know bo katan and that yeah the, the you know that squad just you know murking stormtroopers on the bridge and just that whole thing and then mando fighting having to fight one of the dark troopers and like him getting punched and and then right. the duel even but, though you know he this the helmet won't bend you know he's still feeling it oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then of course you know moff gideon you know he is such one of those villains that you just hate and i think it's just because he's got the sword the baby yoda and like right. what the fuck asshole uh, like uh, to a baby man like, how yeah. evil are you you know i'm like damn you know as much as i love john carlo esposito you know as an actor and he was just like totally you know stealing the scene <laughs> i was like man this motherfucker got to die man right <laughs> and, and then and the, it, it was all part of his plan like i yeah. said he had the the sword fight with mando mando the spear that he got you know a few episodes ago we and knew that it was, was awesome that yeah. was a sweet ass duel <laughs> right and the thing was he planned for it he was like if i beat mando i win but if mando beat me i still win <laughs> yeah. like no matter what happens you know because yeah. he know mando doesn't know the rules behind the, the saber and that and that did and that is true and i've seen people saying oh but on rebels uh sabine gave bo the 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 dark saber and it was no problem but i think that was under different circumstances you know yeah it's on rebels there's a yeah uh sabine she's a mandalorian she won the dark saber and she just gives it to bo katan um but then all the mandalorians recognized her because sabine's a teenager and she just wrecked here you can have it and the all the mandos recognize her as the leader whereas in this they're not surrounded by any mandos you know it's you know so Right. And the thing, yeah. like I said, I don't know any of that history or whatever like that. I just know what was going on in this show and I completely understood. Yeah. So it wasn't like I was confused or anything like that. Okay. She can't take it. You can tell by her acting. Like when he was even presented to in the way she was looking, you're like, oh, she can't take it. What's the reason she can't take it? Yeah. Uh, I'm getting broken down why she can't take it, you know. Uh, and like I said, then the dark troopers came back because, you know, and, and, and people were complaining like, oh, that's, that's, uh, doesn't make any sense. Why would you have an airlock? right by the dark troopers it's actually by design 
That way you can drop them immediately. Yeah, they they drop in the other episode, right. the Robert Rodriguez episode, when they dropped out of the ship to go down to get Baby Yoda and then flew right. back up to the ship. How do you right. think they got that, back That's then? the drop zone right there. So that's how it is. He, <laughs> he knew the airlock because that guy that they kidnapped broke down the whole, you know, layout of the ship. So they knew this stuff, yeah. you know. So just people keep... trying to find plot holes, but ain't no plot holes there. <laughs> they just want to bitch because motherfuckers are enjoying you know there's 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 the element out there that just wants star wars to be shitty and they're right <laughs> i mean but you find stuff that's not there that's what i don't understand yeah. like you ruin it for yourself <laughs> and like and like yeah you know and now star wars is cool again <laughs> right now we got a shit on it <laughs> and so yeah so there's that element out there like no it's it can't be cool again because mm-hmm. it's been so fun ragging on Star Wars for the past five years. And, and then you have about those it. <laughs> just contrarians all the time anyway. If something is popular, I must shit yeah. on it. And so yeah. you just have those people. So, yeah. uh, But like I said, when all that's done, the Dark Troopers come back. And like I said, it was all part of Marv Gideon's plan to begin with. He was like, yeah, when they break through this door, you might get one, you might get two. I'm just going to kill everybody in this room, except me and the baby. You know, and you see that one X-Wing come out. Like I said, this shit was spoiled for me. It was spoiled, but not really spoiled. But I'll get to that in a second. Oh. Like I said, the one X-Wing was coming down. And it's like, one X-Wing? The fuck that is? You know, what's, what's this yeah. supposed to do? You know? Yeah. And then, you like I said, we come out. And then, hold up, let me pull it up. Boom. I, yeah. No, right there. I, I got to get this shit down. So, I gotta this shit um, out. Anyway. <laughs> so, we see that. <laughs> yeah. And if you just see everything, like, you don't see the face, but you see everything you need to see. You see the green lightsaber. You see the hood. You see the go-go boots. You see the black suit. You see everything. So you know who it is. You know. Yeah, and it was done. Everything. Yeah, it was done with such. It was paced so brilliantly because mm-hmm. you hear the you hear the ship the beep, 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 some incoming or whatever, and I'm thinking, oh, it's Boba Fett. Boba Fett's coming back. That's what yeah. I was thinking. You mm-hmm. know. <laughs> and then you see an X-wing, and they're like, oh. It's He's like, maybe, maybe it's Apple, you know, from Kim's Convenience, you know, yeah. Back in yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be those those rebel cops that we've seen in the show, you know, doing right. patrols and shit. And like, oh, but then once they cut to Baby Yoda touching the screen, that's mm-hmm. when I was like, oh shit, oh shit, no way, no way, because I called this. Remember when I was like, hey, it would be cool if Luke showed back up, but everybody. Said no, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> I didn't think it's gonna be gonna Ezra. Go like, yeah, I think it was like yeah. Ezra, some other EU yeah. rebels. The guy from made. the guy from the video game, you know, it looks like Archie, you know, uh Lance, something, yeah. something, yeah, whatever. Somebody, some people were even oh, saying it. About, I know you're talking about the guy from Shameless, uh the Joker guy, yeah. That guy, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Uh, yeah, the guy from the video game. And some people were even Star saying... Killer, whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> yeah, some people were even saying, wouldn't it be cool if Mace Windu showed up? What, and I'm what like, is everybody's hard on for Mace Windu? No, no. And here's my thing about Mace Windu showing up and how much and how that would suck. Because that means Mace Windu has been hiding out for 50 years while all this shit going on, that makes him even more of a bitch than Luke hiding out on that island. Exactly. So no, leave Mace Windu alone. <laughs> Right, just leave. I, I know it, you know that the execs may be tempted to do it. Don't do it. Leave him out of this. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So when I saw Baby Yoda like touching the screen, and I'm okay. It's an X-wing. Oh shit! It, can this be? And I'm still not sure. You know who's in there? Who's in that X-wing? But then once I saw the green lightsaber, I was like, oh. And that's the thing about like <laughs> you. Like it's no doubt you know who it is. You know they don't show his face. You guys still don't have powers. 
Like CP time. It's coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's the thing. It's this crazy as hell. Like, oh, uh, just the fact that you see and they actually went there. And and then just watching him. So everybody, all the last Jedi haters, everybody who whined about the last Jedi and that that it sucked and that Luke was a pussy and didn't do shit. Well, now you got to see him do shit. <laughs> right. So what you want in Last Jedi, yeah. that's it. And, and it, it confirmed my suspicion, what I always thought. I always thought that people hated Last Jedi strictly because Luke didn't just destroy and switch yeah. cheese. Everybody. If they had changed it and like left the movie the exact same way, and just have it where Luke Swiss cheese at us, whatever like that. If there was and that's move yeah, all time. Yeah. If there was one scene where Luke kicks some sort of ass, yeah, then I think people would have been satisfied. But no, they saved it for the end to have him do this cool Jedi mind trick, which I had no problem with, but when I'm not gonna go there, I digress. But mm -hmm. I think, yeah, I think people wouldn't have given Last Jedi that much shit. But this redeems them, you know. Right. This shows him doing like just murking motherfuckers. It was it's, it's awesome. always what we heard from the EU that he's yeah. super fan Jesus, you know, here just doing all this shit. And we were already saying that Mando can barely handle one of these guys. Yeah. So when Luke just shows up and just lays waste to everybody, you know, he's just, just with ease and crushes one of them. He right. like force crushes. It's like he's still got like the dark side. He's still got some of that darkness in him because I've heard people bitch about like, oh, he force choked the Gamorrean guard and Return of the Jedi and blah. And but that's not the Jedi way. And I'm like, well, that's kind of the point. That's kind of the point because you didn't know if he was going to go. To the dark side he was still right. tempted he yeah uh, he just found out is that vader was his dad and he, that's why you know, he's wearing all black yes yes <laughs> because he's yeah. conflicted right. so yeah he's he's one hand's know, white one hand's black he don't know which direction he wants to go yet right yeah so he has these aggressive tendencies and stuff and which also leads back to the last jedi which is why he walked away that i have this darkness in me that i'm afraid of you know so just but still just watching him just kick ass was just Quite exhilarated. I was getting choked up. I'm not gonna lie. I was <laughs> I like remember I told you about that video game I played where he just shows up, lays waste everybody, and then just fly. That's what this shit was like. I like that's the shit he did. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's done that in the comics and the EU and the novels. He's just yeah, Jedi Jesus. Yeah, you know, I mean just, he's just OP as fuck. You just expect him to just be there. Yeah. Um, but seeing him do that, I mean, yeah, because I gotta I you know, Luke was my hero. You know, as much as I love Batman and Indiana Jones and, you know, the Hulk and all that stuff, growing up as a kid, Luke was my hero. I wanted to be Luke. I wanted to have a lightsaber. I wanted to fly an X-Wing. That was my shit as a kid. So he's been my hero, you know, growing up. And so watching him do that finally after 40 years was just so, you know, Right, live action, uh, uh, not yeah. comic book, not like like like. Imagine not seeing a Superman movie for forty years. You know, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was like. It's like seeing your hero on screen again, kicking hella ass, and it was just right. awesome. It was been like I said, they gave us Boba Fett, and they gave us Luke. The stuff that we always wanted, we heard about it, but and they gave R us live action. Yeah, seeing R two D two again, right. which to me again, like my first action figure was an R two D two. You know, like I said, I saw original Star Wars as a little kid. And the first half hour of that movie, you're watching these two robots. And I really took a, took a shine to R2-D2. And when my, my first Star Wars action figure was an R2-D2, I just loved R2 and still do. 
And to me, he's like that, that recognizable icon of Star Wars. You know, you know, you know, when you see R2, you think of Star Wars and seeing Luke and R2 back together again, you know, interacting. That was just, yeah, I got chills. I got choked up. And then you had that emotional scene, you know, baby Yoda is leaving Mando. He takes off his mask and even Mando's crying. You got baby Yoda is a key to Mando's humanity. Because that's the thing. You even know? though they can't understand, they got to a point they can understand each other without talking. Yeah. Because he knew, yeah. oh, you want me to take the mask off. Okay. You haven't seen, you haven't seen my face doing all the stuff we've been through. And then when, like Ahsoka said, oh, he thinks of you as his father now. Like he's he's connected with you. You know, right. basically you're he thinks of you. You're his son now, or he's your son now. And that's right. how. And that's the bond that he has. And pe another reason people picking picking uh, shit at the at the movie or the TV show, like, well, why didn't Mando just go with them? It's like they haven't seen a Star Wars movie. <laughs> he can't yeah. go with him. That's the whole yeah. point. <laughs> yeah, he has he to keep himself away from all attachments because any attachments can lead to him, you know, being corrupted by you know the Jedi power. So he can't be with Mando. That's the whole yeah. point of being a Jedi. Which also, again, brings up the whole, you know, that that sort of tragic, dark, you know, scenario of what happens to Luke's Jedi Academy, in which Kylo Ren kills them all. Right. So if and here's my theory, and it's just a theory. I may be wrong. You know, I wasn't wrong about Luke, but I may be wrong. <laughs> but I think if they are doing, I've heard they are making a season three of Mandalorian. That it's already been shooting. Mm -hmm. That's I, that's what I've heard. So if they are going to make, because I think they could just end the Mando series right now. And, and it I, would I be feel fine. like they need to end the yeah. Mando series right now. It I, don't, would, I don't it, feel like this is a, yeah. yeah, this is a perfect ending. But if they are going to continue, I'm sure good, they're going to they're going to explore Mandalore and the dark saber and all that conflict between Mando and uh, Bo-Katan. I, I, you know, all that. I'm sure that's going to be explored. But the only reason why people mostly watch the show is because of Baby Yoda. That's the thing. That's their cash cow, right? Yeah. So I think he's going to return in some way. I think Luke will probably realize that detaching a Jedi from his loved ones. Causes imbalance and leads to the dark side. Or he can even so, let him say, "I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let him." You can see him for a, I don't know, weekend yeah. or some shit. Yeah, and the whole yeah, visitation like, or something. Right. Yeah, <laughs> some shit. because that's how Kylo Ren was raised. That's how you know. I mean, shit. In the not in the EU, Luke gets married. You know what I mean? So you know, they start. They don't you know, go before you know Lucas. You know, made yeah, they, they don't. And... They don't start. You know, Luke. Luke starts. Um, sort of not following that strict Jedi monk code, right. which is what brought the Jedi, you know, to its knees in the first place. So I think, you know, he's going to be more lax on, a, on some things. So I think they're going to bring baby Yoda back in some form. They would, I, if they, if they do a Mandalorian season three, they would have to. Yeah. Maybe, maybe know baby Yoda. Then they know the show. Most people don't yeah. even know what show he's on. They just see yeah. him. <laughs> maybe they're going to do a time jump. You know where we're gonna see older baby Yoda, baby Yoda a little older, and then returns or something. But um, I think they're they're gonna deal with the Mandalore, uh, you know, because it's called the Mandalorian, and right. him but sort you of do, you can't do too big of a time jump because yeah, like I said, you got the other shit. Yeah. Sequel, so. so 
you know, I think we're going to get back more into the, you know, the, the Mandalorian culture, you know, and cause he was raised, he was a foundling. Mm-hmm. So he, you know, that whole tension between, I love that tension between like Bo-Katan who was born a Royal on Mandalore. And then you have all these other, these offshoots of the death watch who are challenging her. And she's like, Oh no, I was born there. Motherfucker. Who the fuck are you <laughs> to tell me who's a Mandalorian or whatever, you know, right. but then you got Boba Fett who don't give a shit. He don't. <laughs> yeah, I, I, honestly, I think people are arguing about that way too much. Easy man, easy man. Who cares? He don't give a shit. That, why Boba should Fett, we give a shit? That's yeah, that my whole thing. <laughs> that's Boba Fett. Boba Fett was always a loner on his own side. He just, whoever paid him, that's who he was loyal to. You know, he's like a mass. He's a Ronin. He's a masterless samurai just going around getting by however he needs to. So it doesn't, he doesn't follow that code. You know, he barely followed the bounty hunters code, but so are we going to talk about the, the after credit scene? <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about the after credit scene. Yeah. <laughs> so hold up, hold up. Yeah. So hold up. Let me, let me pull it up. So after the credits, you know, we get to this, uh, Boba Fett. We, we go, we, we cut to, um, we cut to Tatooine. And um, we see Jabba's palace and Bib Fortuna, <laughs> Jabba's like consigliere, his right hand man. Um, on he, he's basic- been yeah, he, he's been sitting there eating frogs, you know, <laughs> while Jabba, in Jabba's absence. And uh, first we see Fennec show up and she just shoots everybody, she frees the Twi'lek slave. Um, and then Boba Fett comes in and Bib Fortuna's like, oh shit, Boba, I heard you were dead and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And then he just shoots shoots Boba, <laughs> shoots Bib Fortuna and then sits on the throne like a Mac motherfucking daddy. And right. I just thought that was dope. <laughs> so we got gangster Boba Fett. So Boba Fett is going to probably take over the criminal empire on Tatooine. Right. Because and that's coming in December next year also. This yeah, time. the book of Boba Fett. So just give me a gangster crime underworld. I, I feel like this should be Landalorian season three. Don't just double down and just crank out as many series as possible. Yeah. This should be just, series three. Just give me Scarface Boba Fett. You know, right. give me the Godfather Boba Fett. Don Boba Fett. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because you know, in that in the first episode, when they got when the Marshal who had his armor, right. he talked about how Tatooine was sort of well, basically, the whole galaxy sort of in chaos after the Empire fell. Right. And the rebels are still building up the New Republic. So there's all this chaos. So there's all this fight for, you know, territory going on. And that mm-hmm. includes the criminal underground. So I think here's Boba Fett. He's going to – this is his chance to come in and just set up shop. You know? And, and plus, you know, this is like – I know you heard like the what George Lucas' original plan for the – the new trilogy was like this actually is part of it. Mm-hmm. Like since the empire failed, the crime, the crime lords were going to start taking over. Yeah. And, uh, and he was even going to bring that Darth Maul. That was his plan. Darth Maul was going to come back. Yeah. And this, this, you know, we can, I mean, I, I'm not sure about Prince Zizor in, in the new Canon. He died in shadows of the empire. That's probably, that's part of the EU, but we could bring back black sun and, or like Zizor's, son or Zizor's daughter somebody from Honestly, you know, I feel like every EU thing y'all love it's all coming back yeah Pondo, the pirates from Clone Wars can show back up and yeah 
you know, just Cad Bane. We don't, we haven't seen Cad Bane. You know, that would they be gotta cool. change it up just enough so they have to pay the people that made this shit. <laughs> yeah, which is an issue going on right now. Disney's right. not paying those people because Lucas didn't pay them. <laughs> <laughs> they they got stuck with the bill. <laughs> yeah, so oh, I'm stoked. Oh. I'm like, as a Star Wars fan, I'm just excited. You know? Okay, now we got to the good stuff. Can I? Can I complain? Oh yeah, we can complain. I figured oh. I want. I we should have did this first. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're gonna complain about this. We're gonna complain about this. Well, we got to talk about Luke. The CGI shitty CGI. I know everybody's gonna crazy over it. Here's the thing: I was so hyped up over everything they did on the show, and it had this build up and this build up. And he switched these people like that, and he took the hood off, and he, and I saw it, and I was like, oh, oh man, it's a video game Why? character. Yeah, it's another <laughs> video game character. Why y'all doing this? Here's the thing: like, if you just look at a steel picture of it, a steel photo, it don't look that bad. But in motion, it's it's in that uncanny valley. Yeah, where it like you are. Like, what's that face swap shit they're doing on deep, deep fakes? Yeah, deep fakes better than that on Facebook. Yeah, we, like, you know, like, if I was to swap my face with your face right now, we would look better than what Luke did. Right yeah, now. you got Cliff Cliff putting his face on Bruce Lee, right? Like, Bruce Lee, and he was like, uh, Gladiator, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maximus and shit. Like, oh, like, Cliff, stop doing that shit. You, you fucking, <laughs> fucking up my whole image of that whole movie, you know. But that should look better than what they did with this. I'm like, yeah. what are you doing? Like, well, it would have been so easy just to recast. Y'all love recasting so or much. Just do, or just use the Facebook app. <laughs> or you, you, just use deep. Don't put all this money in shit. Just use the deep face. You Facebook know what it reminds app. me? It reminds me of a job I had at a warehouse where I was in charge of turning off the monitor. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a monitor which had a bunch of information that didn't pertain to the warehouse, mm-hmm. but I was supposed to turn it on and turn it off every day. But because it didn't have to, I, I it didn't had anything to do with my job. I didn't pay attention to it, but I was constantly getting bitched at for not turning it on or turning it off, even though it was totally useless in my department. Right. It's like okay, we got this thing, we 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 paid for it, we got to use it. And that's what I feel like they did here. We got all this. Lucasfilm has all this technology to play with, and we got to use it instead of just doing the cheaper thing to but do. People are just doing this shit for better for free. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So I'm just like, what the hell are y'all doing, Lucas? Yeah, the, the more I watch it, the more cringy it gets. But the first time, I, I didn't give a shit. I was so on cloud nine my you know i had a big thick ass boner that i was like oh i was just busting my head nuts over it but then yeah the more i watched i'm like yeah that's not so yeah i mean yeah. they just they, honestly why the hell didn't they just call sebastian stan that's all they had to do he's right across the street he's not doing this shit you got him on payroll get him a funky yeah. ass wig and put him on there hell give him the winter soldier beard i don't care just get him in there yeah I mean, but i i think you know i you know, I think they're if they were if you know now that Star Wars is making a show about everything, they could probably do that now. They could probably do a, a young Luke Skywalker and then cast Sebastian Stan as that would be cool. That would be the smart thing to do. Yeah, and, I mean, I mean, they showed a picture of them like right side by side each other, like Mark Hamill thirty years ago and Sebastian. Stan, they look exactly alike. So yeah. you definitely have that, and it, and it, that would have been. If they would have had Sebastian Stan take the hood off, that would have shit like, okay, this is great shit ever. Great shit ever. I'm going to watch it 10, 12 times. But when he took the helm, um, he took the hood off, and then it was just, oh, man. <laughs> Everything else was off. Everything else yeah. was off. 
I mean, yeah, the first, like I said, I didn't care the first time. I was like, oh shit, I didn't care. Oh, it's Luke. It's Luke. Oh, it's Luke. It is Luke. Ah. But then the more, you know, I watched it. Yeah. Yeah. I watched it so many times now, and I'm just like, because I think they yeah. self-impose. I think they impose Mark Hamill's face over him. Like, yeah. like Mark Hamill was there. Yeah. Like doing the talk. That's why I think because you look at it really close, the lips don't match. What's the um, Scorsese? The De Niro. The fucking movie Irishman. The high, I, it, I it looked like, yeah, it looked kind of like that. Where what you know, it was a little iffy. <laughs> you yeah. can tell it was CGI. Yeah. And um, like yeah. I feel like it was a step above what they did in Rogue One. Rogue One, when they did that shit with uh, Grandma Tarkin, it took me out of the movie. Like and Carrie, time. Carrie Fisher, and I expect because remember Carrie Fisher died like a couple weeks after Rogue One came out, right? And then I remember because I seen Rogue One multiple times in the theater, so I'm seeing that movie after she died, and then that part came on. That was a little, yeah. That that cut that that was a little that cut a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just like, yeah. uh-uh. Now they yeah. did they did do a better job of it in uh what was it Rise of the Skywalker when they had it, you know, when they the, they were both young and doing oh, the they were training and shit, but you yeah. could tell, but it was like lit differently. It, it, wasn't, it was darker, yeah. So it was like there were lightsaber light. lights were on their faces and shit, and yeah. you know, um they weren't conversating. Conversation, right. yeah. Conversing, but yeah. Conversing, whatever. <laughs> Conversing. <laughs> I'm just saying, people are gonna light us up for this or whatever. Conversationing. <laughs> Conversationing. <laughs> uh, that's my whole thing about that. So that's the only gripe I had. I just wish when he took the hood off, you know, it was, you know. Now, and here's a reason I don't want because I feel like they wrapped this story up so perfectly. That's why I don't want a season three of yeah this iteration of it because I feel like it's gonna dilute what we just got yeah i'm I mean, totally, fi- I'm totally fine with this being the, the series finale especially if they yeah. got like 50 million star wars characters they can continue this same story with yeah because we got that new republic rangers or whatever show coming yeah, out is Cara Dune. She ain't doing yeah. shit. and you know ahsoka's probably ahsoka's got the show which is probably gonna have that's probably where we're gonna see ezra show up you know right and baby Yoda can show back up in that, you know, if they're, if it's about her and then, you know, Luke is now that Luke is back. Right. Luke can show up in Ahsoka and then get Sebastian Stan for, for Ahsoka. Right. You know, and actually they had, a, they, I think I saw the, and I would, I wish I had this picture. They showed the actor that did like the mocap form. He looked like Luke Skywalker. Okay. So I don't, I think, I think at first they were going to, yeah. Cause that was a st- stunt. Yeah. There's no, Way Mark Hamill was doing all that dueling and shit. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in the gym, you know. Oh man, can we move on past that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, awesome episode. Yeah. Uh, like I said, people in haven't watched Mandalorian. It doesn't matter if you like Star Wars, hate Star Wars, know anything about Star Wars, watch the show. You'll like it. You actually don't even really need a frame of reference, but if you know that stuff, it's you know, it's even better. Yeah. If if you're a fan. And you watch Clone Wars and all. If you're just a fan of Star Wars, you're gonna totally gush over it, like me. But right. people, I know people who aren't fans of Star Wars that like it just because of Baby Yoda. The baby, that's know, the Baby Yoda show, and right. it's and it's you know, Space Cowboys. Right. You know that's Space why you know, anytime I do like a like a standalone <laughs> clip, I show Baby Yoda first. And anytime we talk about Mandalorian, <laughs> but before we talk about anything, so yeah. All right, so I'm gonna let you uh, take take on this. Nope, not that, not that, not that. That. 
Okay. Oh, okay. Wait, 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 wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let me see. Let me get that up. Do I have a picture of that? I do. Let's get to there. Okay. Um, oh, shit. Where it is? All these windows. So, uh, well, you know what? You probably know more about the, uh, what do you call it, than I do. About what? I don't know about any of this stuff. <laughs> uh, where is All it? I know is that it's a Disney okay. Plus thing. Is it this? Yeah. Here we go. There we go. There you go. Boom. So, yeah. So on the so Hawkeye, they're do they're doing the Disney Hawkeye show, and it is uh it has been reported that um, Echo, aka Maya Lopez, who is from the Daredevil, uh you know who appeared in Daredevil, because mm-hmm. you know Daredevil needed another fucking chick to fuck. <laughs> and then she disappeared. <laughs> and then she disappeared. But she's uh she's a um a deaf Native American chick. Her dad uh was like the kingpin uh, like one of the kingpin's friends and one of his main homies is like a hitman and shit. Um and then he raised Maya and she's like a, a prodigy or something. She's like she's deaf, but she's kind of like taskmaster where she sees somebody doing something and she learns it right away, whether it be music whether it be fighting, yeah, she could watch like a, a kung fu movie and then learn all the moves. So she's like that. She's like this really intelligent, you know, combat fighter. And she's going to be in the Hawkeye show. Most oh, likely. I, I'm thinking she was getting her own show. That's no, what I was thinking. No, okay. she's going to be on the Hawkeye show probably on one episode <laughs> for like five minutes. <laughs> yeah, because Haw- Hawkeye smashed the two. So, yeah. Because yeah. she was the original Ronin. Hawkeye banged her, saw the suit. He's like, I'm going to just take it. Yeah, <laughs> it was- so hopefully they do the native chick better, but, you know. But anyways, they actually found an actual native chick to play uh, uh, Echo. And what's her name? Let me get her. Um, what is it, her name? Why is it, why does it not have her name here? <laughs> <laughs> Even when I posted, it, 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 yeah, it's got the article about her and it doesn't have her name. What the hell's her name? Or maybe I'm just I can't find Jeremy Renner. Yeah, we got him. <laughs> right. <laughs> Kate Bishop by Haley Seinfeld. And where where what's her name? Let me see. Anyways, she's an actual native chick, native actress, and she's actually deaf. Um, oh, Alakwa Cox. That's her name. Actual okay. indigenous act. They found an actual indigenous actress and she's actually deaf. So she's making her act like TV series debut or whatever on this uh, show. So, cool. you know, they're representing they're, 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 you know, they're, uh, they are making an effort for, for real representation. And that's kind of cool. So, but hopefully she isn't just sidelined to just one scene and, uh, you know. Fingers crossed. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe this just just a, just another box they're checking. Right, because you, know? you know Disney love to pat the, pat themselves on the back whenever they just get a headline. They're like, okay, job's done. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe hopefully she isn't just like she's got an ongoing arc. You're like right. she's an actually series regular than just you know a guest star. You know, right? <laughs> Hawkeye just wakes up. She's just in the bed. It's like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh shit. She, what? Wait. Hawkeye's married. He can't have a girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so hopefully maybe she shows she shows up ready to whip ass. Like oh, she's in case yeah. bed. 
No, oh, man. Oh shit! That's it's your. Boxing. It's you are the father, <laughs> right? <laughs> and better not be that shit like that, <laughs> right? <laughs> but oh. but you know, knowing knowing you know native track records on screen, it's probably going to be something like that, <laughs> right? Turns going to be a case bid. That's going to happen. That's, that's just another box they can check. So yeah. So oh. I I have high hopes, but I I shouldn't I shouldn't. <laughs> All right, he move on to the next part. Yeah. All right, so like I said, this gonna move on to the video game section. And Eli, you may not know this, but this is actually like some huge news that just dropped. Oh yeah. Yeah, with this with this whole cyberpunk thing. Uh, I didn't get the thing, but that's okay. Yeah, this whole cyberpunk thing is right is is a freaking disaster right now. What's going on? Uh, because what they did is that cyberpunk has gotten so many bugs and so many uh complaints about it that the PlayStation Store actually made an official statement that they have removed the game from the PlayStation Store. So if you try to go in there right now, you can't find it. It's not there anymore. And if you bought the game, doesn't matter how long ago you bought it, they will give you a full refund. It says it right here. People thinking that it's from some, well, where is the site come from? Who's saying it? Sony <laughs> is saying it. It came from the horse's mouth. And so crazy stuff. On top of that, Xbox, Microsoft is also giving refunds. So still on the site, but just they're giving refunds also. So this is a disaster. We've never seen anything like that. This is supposed to be game of the year. I'm hearing stuff like, uh, who is this? Do you guys no, subscribe with that? Not I, yet. I, I, I don't think I'm getting it. I'm not. I'm not black. I thought. Yeah, I thought you black might people. Ninety ninth Wakandan or something. I don't know. Uh, like, yeah, I thought since black people are the smartest, according to that chick. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't think I'm getting any. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh man. So we'll see. Oh, uh, but yeah, that's all the crazy stuff going on right now. So Cyberpunk, uh, they saying the company has lost like a billion dollars. So remember when we talking about Avengers? How they lost all that money, shit like that. This game makes Avengers look like you know, like a Call of Duty game, whatever, like that. Just like it's just the most profitable thing ever. They said lost a billion dollars. Uh, they don't know when the game is going back up on PlayStation. This is going to be just off, just probably until March. Is until it because of glitching or something, or because yes. it's not oh, it's not let's... running on the new on the old system or something? It's not running on the old system. That's exactly what's going on right now. So, uh, the game, from what I'm hearing, like it's running fine if you have like a up to date PC. Game's running fine. But as far as like the Xbox and the PlayStation, it's pretty much when they made the game, it's pretty much like an afterthought. They really didn't think much about this game when they made it. So I've seen footage of it like on Digital Foundry or whatever like that. I've seen footage on it. It runs like in like really low frame rates. They saying glitches popping up all over the place. Because the main thing, if you bought us, they wanted this game to run on the systems made in, in 2021. Xbox PlayStation came out in 2013. They're not powerful to run a game system like this. But what they're saying yeah, is, but that now, long? yeah. So they they said it was in it was in development. I think for the place, like it's supposed to be like a launch game for the PlayStation Four. But yeah, because they've been talking about it for forever years, and yeah, for years, kept pushing back the release and all that, and right. So yeah, yeah so they just decided to take the game down. Uh, they're gonna fix it, and I guess they're gonna make like a a low end PlayStation version. Or I don't know, because they had to put it on the PlayStation Xbox because you just can't make it just for the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X for two reasons. I'll say it in a second. Uh one, because most of your because most people have PlayStation 4s and Xbox Ones, so that's we're gonna make most of your money from. Two, because even though they're saying the PlayStation 5 is like the biggest launch system in PlayStation history, nobody they haven't sold any games for it. Why? 
because scalpers are buying this thing and nobody can get them. So since, yeah, they're selling a bunch of systems, but nobody's playing them because nobody can get their hands on them. So they can't sell games, photo systems. So, so all these scalpers are like, oh, shit, no one's buying a." <laughs> yeah, the scalp is actually screwing up the industry right now. <laughs> because since they're keeping these games for themselves and nobody wants to buy a fucking PlayStation for, for $1,000, it's just sitting in the garage. So since it's sitting in the garage, nobody's got them. Nobody can play them. So yeah, it's just a, it's just a whole fucked up situation. But yeah, Cyberpunk, I was going to get it, but I heard all this crazy shit. I'm just like, I don't know. Plus my PC, I want to run it, but I'm scared Cyberpunk would just like, but fuck my system. I don't know. <laughs> so I'm kind of scared to just put it all there. So I don't know. Yeah, when we record the podcast, you'll be freezing up and shit. Right. <laughs> Seven frames per second. I'm playing cyberpunk right now. Like, no, I'm not doing this Fucking shit. Fucking max headroom and shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the <laughs> comic book. <laughs> oh, shit. It's not like an intro, like I just remixed it. Anyway, uh, can we move to the next part of the podcast? Sure. Okay, like I said, this is the comic book bullies. We'll be talking about comic books, and we're going to jump into it. Uh, Eli, I'm going to go ahead and start off, even though I am not ready for this at all. But let's just get go into it. So let's do okay. this. What is this? Uh, Dark Knights Meadow number six. Eli, are you up to date on your Dark Knights? I mishap? am not. I am okay. so not. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, I don't even know where we at on this. I don't know if it's like the last issue second last issue if they got like 10 more issues coming i've lost track i, I don't even give a shit anymore to be honest with you <laughs> i'm over it <laughs> so like finally it. you're finally over it <laughs> i'm over it i'm just like this shit was just never in man it's the fucking it, it, if 2020 was a comic that's what it is <laughs> oh man so let's just go through this day all right so basically what's going on uh okay so basically what happened in the last issue uh, the Dark Knight who laughs, or the the Darkest Knight, whatever you want to call his name, has sicked his like all of his infinite crisis armies onto Earth, and they got to fight and all this like that. While he's doing that down there, they got to fight. He's fighting what's her name, Perpetua. I did like this scene right here uh, because remember, you got like heavy metal Superman with all the hair and shit. You know, want to look like you. <laughs> So Lex Luthor is looking at him and he like really hates his ass. Now, fuck you, man, you long hair ass, man. I Because <laughs> he's bald and shit, you know. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so they got this big thing going on right now. Uh, they're fighting. Oh, and since Batman can control the dead, he brings back the Batman who last that Wonder Woman killed in the first issue with a chainsaw. He brings him back from the dead. Now he's fighting with them. And they're gonna fight, you know, the the darkest night who laughs. Fuck ever. Oh, so anyway. they got a Batman who laughs on their team yeah. now. Oh, no, it's the Batman who laughs, like the guy, the one that they've been fucking with the whole time. He he's on this side now. Okay. Yeah. So Wonder Woman is going to the. Floor. I don't know how to feel about that, but okay. <laughs> Honestly, it doesn't matter. It's it's a thing. <laughs> it doesn't even matter. So Wonder Woman is going to the Forger of of Worlds. And she's bringing back. Uh, I'm trying to see if I can say it. This thing, this thing right here. I'm too far away from it. She's got this book that Lex Luthor gave her on how to give the truth to the Ford. Fuck this book, man. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> Let me just skip to the end of this shit. Anyway, uh, they got this little power ball, uh, Dragon Ball Z power beam struggle going on. You got the Darkest Night over here and Perpetua going over here. The Darkest Night wins. 
uh and he traps her into the source wall they win whatever like fuck, fuck, fuck. uh and after he traps into the source wall he cracks her in half like he destroys her so perpetua's done the dark knight has won he has all the power he is a god he has completed all the infinite worlds and he has taken over so what's going on now you got the batman you got batman right here and you got superman you know long hair superman and Batman's just like, wait, something's not right. And you're like, Superman's like, of course that's not right. During the fight, you lost your arm. He's like, no, nah, not that. Uh, something worse is going on. So they realize the Batman who laughs or the Darkest Night like that has completed everything. And he's is sitting- that, is that fucking Booster Gold there? Yeah. You gotta is have it- Booster Gold in a in a thing like this. What the fuck? What's he doing? Anything? <laughs> he, nah, he, he just... <laughs> He's just screaming, we're all going to die. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he's screaming. Okay, that's we're fucked. Yeah, he's just that. He's just a comic relief. The, oh, that's my God. You know what's funny? That made Booster Gold in the comics fat now. He got like a dad bod. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so they're like really leading into a Booster Gold. But anyway, this is saying, so they're all fucked. Uh, the Batman who lasts actually right there, he looked like Galactus and shit. He like, I could have sent like everybody here. But I'm just sending like my my top recruits to kill all of you. So Batman and Superman are like completely fucking. Batman's looking at Superman like, you know what, Clark? I just want to finally tell you this. You know our friendship, and he's just like, I know. You ain't gotta say it. I know. So then they just say like, look, everybody, get with your family, get with your your Green Lantern families, your Bat families, your your whatever families, and we're gonna go out. We're gonna go out as a family. That's what Superman is telling them. Um. When we get to Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman, basically that book, whatever, like that Lex Luthor gave her, she lost the book. And basically, uh, she realized that, oh, she has to do something with the truth. The truth has to be exposed like that. She's like, oh, well, I know what to do. So she takes the lasso of truth that's with her the whole time, and she dips it into, like, the the forge or whatever like that. And, yeah, so now Wonder – oh, and this this is the part I was telling you about. How all the like all the bad family there, good guys, bad guys don't matter. All the God City, all the Aqua family is together. You know, all the Green Lantern Corps, all the Super Family, they're all together. They are like one universe, one universe, one universe. Because they they know they're about to die, so they with their team before the Batman who lasts can send all his people at them. But right before they do that, the ground cracks, and Wonder Woman pops up as Wonder Woman Prime, Super Saiyan God, one million. <laughs> whatever the fuck she like batman who laughs i'm coming to fuck you up so wonder woman is like a god now so like the most op wonder woman you've ever seen this is it she's about to destroy the universe oh, oh uh, she's got the chainsaw she got the chainsaw also she got the chainsaw she's all gold ish she's popping out of lava and shit like that and she's basically saying yeah i'm coming for your ass so wonder woman is going to save the multiverse by herself it looks like it also uh eli have you been keeping up with the that infinite premiere prime bullshit. I ain't reading any of this dark or death okay. metal shit. I, I'll pull it up, but spoiler alert, it looks like Wonder Woman dies. I don't know when she dies, but I think she dies in this in this issue. Well, in this in this uh series. What do we got here? Wonder Ooh, bot. Yes, bot. another bot. Yes, steal our identity. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no surprise. But yeah, so that's the thing going on right now. So Wonder Woman is a a Super Saiyan Jesus God. She's going to beat the Batman who universe laughs, and she's going to restore the the universe by herself. But I'm pretty sure she's going to die because in all of that, you know, all new, all different PC DC universe and all stuff like that, 
They showing everybody except her. So. Oh, this isn't death metal then. This is, this is that new shit. This, that new this shit the, the death metal is leading into the new shit. Okay. Yeah. The infinity, not infinity. What's it called? Whatever the fuck that shit is. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So infinity, infinity crisis. watch or something. Infinity crisis. <laughs> yeah. Whatever the fuck it is. So this shit, whatever the ending of this leads into that. And then they show them all looking off into the ride stuff like that. And you look at the picture, Wonder Woman isn't there, but she's actually like, like in the background looking translucent. An image of her is over the sun. Like everybody's looking at Wonder Woman. So apparently she, it looked like she's going to sacrifice herself. Okay. That's my theory, but it's a strong <clears throat> I think Goma agrees with me on this. We talked about it. We thinking, yeah, she's going to die in this. Like the next episode, next issue of whatever the fuck this is. So, yeah. All right. Okay. Overall, uh, three out of five, I'm so ready for this shit to be over with. Yeah, it's not done yet? Damn. No, it's another issue after this. (laughs) What I did was the last last page. It's more shit after this. So, like, end this shit already. Fuck. (laughs) Anyway. All right. What what, what you got next? Well, I guess since we are going to... uh, um, We're talking about DC. We might as well talk about Batman. The Batman. The Batman. All right. Which I think all this shit in, leads to that, whatever the hell, also. So, I don't know. yeah. So, is that here? Do you see it? Or what the mm, hell? E4. Why is, it, why is it not going? No. No. Okay. Fuck it. Let's just go back to it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Why is it not doing? Anyways, fuck it. I'll just talk about it. Fuck it. So basically, Batman, um, we're talking where he's still battling the Ghost Maker, which is his um, some new vigilante who came to Gotham and said he could be a better vigilante than Batman because Batman don't kill and do shit he's supposed to do. And um, he has captured Batman and Harley Quinn and the Clown Hunter and got them all uh, basically in prisoner at Arkham. He had Batman and Harley strapped to gurneys. And last issue, Clown Hunter had a sword to Harley Quinn's face and sort of uh, testing Batman if he's willing to kill Clown Hunter to stop him. Um, basically, Clown Hunter, uh, I mean, uh, Batman gets out of his, you know, his restraints, frees Harley, and then Harley actually has a one-on-one with Clown Hunter, which I thought was very poignant. And um, she basically says, hey, I know how you feel, kid. I was with you too. I I mean, I was right where you were too. I, you know, I lost everything. And then the Joker made me feel like I was strong, but, you know, and and, and I was vulnerable at the time. And so I followed him because I felt I was strong when I did that. And honestly, I don't know. I've killed so many people. If I was there when I killed your, when Joker killed your parents, I am totally sorry. So, if you want to kill me, you go right ahead, you know. And she kind of like basically stands there, kill me if you want. It's up to you, you know. And and Clown Hunter decides not to do it, and he runs off. Um, uh, then Ghostmaker's like, okay, I'm about to go kill this kid. And Batman and Ghostmaker have a fight, and you know they talk about you know how it's basically what I just said that. Uh, Ghostmaker says Batman's soft. He doesn't do what's necessary to, to stop crime. And um, Batman's like, no, I do this. I don't kill people. I don't do what you want 
you know, our two philosophies are different because I actually care about people. You know, I don't want people to feel the same way that I felt. You know, I, I think people, they're always, people always deserve a second chance, including Harley Quinn, including Clown Hunter, and including you. <laughs> you know, and basically they, they basically come to a standoff and like, you know what? You know, we're not going to get along ever, but, you, you know, because uh, Ghost Hunter's like, I'm going to go to whatever Asian city and, you know, stop all the crime there, blah, 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 blah. You should come with me. And, 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 and Batman's like, no, why don't you stay here in Gotham and help me? Basically, I'm broke right now. All my tech is gone. I could use some help. And, you know, you can help me rid Gotham of crime. And Ghost Hunter says, "Sure, why not?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, one... he's killing people, or he's still killing. He's still no, he's like people. on one condition: you can't, you're not allowed to kill anybody. Okay. So, uh, so you know, Ghost Hunter says, "Sure," and so we have a new uh, Batman's got a new Robin in Ghost Hunter. <laughs> okay. And that's where it's, that's where it ends. And I guess it's not gonna. We're not gonna come back to the story till after all that um new shit that's going on what's the, the the all new dc shit it's not called that but it it might as well be called what's that. it called i can't remember what it's I called can't remember what it is either but it might yeah. as well be called. it's the same thing as what marvel did. we're gonna have we're gonna see black batman after this now right. so we're black not gonna batman. revisit the regular regular series also yeah so yeah so we're not coming back to this batman story until like in march yeah, you know, we're taking a break. Month thing, and then we're gonna come back to that. Yeah, whatever. So overall, I gave it a four out of five. I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the Harley and Clown Hunter shit. Um, and um, yeah, I think Tinian's just making Harley a good character. Like the way he writes Harley is just really cool. I mean, I, he's got free reign now because now the Suicide Squad book is ended, so nobody's doing anything with Harley. So might as well. Yeah. I don't think she. Had, and, I think her own book has got canceled. And I think he's. Not going to be doing Batman anymore after this. So yeah, I we'll think there's a, whole, there's a whole new uh, creative team coming after this. Yeah. So, um, but I, I, I enjoyed it. I, I mean, it, it. I, I was expecting something different. I thought, you know, he was going to, you know, I thought Batman was going to like either have to almost kill or like, you know, Ghostmaker, and you know, is it like the same? Oh, he's going to throw Ghostmaker into Arkham or some shit or Blackgate or something. He just talked him down. He just and he <laughs> just talked him down. He's like, you know what? Our, you know, it, it, it all it, it came it all came down to approaches to different approaches to crime, and 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 you know how to deal with it. And, and Batman and just Batman like after what Joker did to him, he was going to be a better Batman. And yeah, I feel like this is him being a better Batman. Yeah, yeah, and like. Because before, I think that's what he would have. He would have just tried to just fight the guy all over, you know, Gotham. Yeah, just beat the shit out of him and then lock him up, and only for him yeah. to do it again. Like, no, let's have him. Let's right. let's have some long term change. Right. You know, let's you know, and and basically goes to show that Batman does care. He does care about people, and he he deep down he thinks everybody deserves a second shot. So, I thought that was kind of cool. I'm, I'm you know, cool, in, including Harley, including Clown Hunter. And, gay, and Ghost Hunter. So I give it a four out of five. Cool. Eli, I'm going to give you a break this week. Oh, yeah? No X Men. <laughs> oh, I got an X book. I, 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 I thought we. Oh, shit. Okay. I, I like we, we flip flop. You know? <laughs> oh, man. All oh. right. So let, let, me, let me go. Let me go ahead and do this book I'm doing is Taskmaster number two. 
Okay. Uh, I, I fairly enjoy the last time we talked, we did Taskmaster. So I feel like, yeah, when I talk about this one, this one uh, on the cover, it looks like he fights Hyperion. You don't know who Hyperion is. Mm-hmm. He's basically Marvel's version of Superman. And he's part of the Squadron Supreme, which is Marvel version of the Justice League. And they are based in D.C., Washington, D.C., because, of course, why not? Because they call themselves D.C.'s greatest heroes. Because <laughs> they live in Washington, D.C. But anyway, is he the one who has to be sad? No, that's another Marvel version of Superman. That's Gladiator. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So not that version of Superman. This version of Superman. <laughs> they have a bunch. We didn't even talk about... Like the, the more sad he is, the more powerful he is or something? Right, not that way. It's another guy. But yeah, so... uh Anyway, so let's keep going. Um, let's add this in there. So, yeah, the book starts off with, remember last time we talked about it, Taskmaster has to identify three people. Uh, so he identifies these people. Let me see if I can get in there. He's got to identify, he got to get close to Colson, some other chick I don't know, and Okoye. So those are the three. So the first way he's like, you know what? Out of all the three you just named, let me get Colson. You know, uh, and if you don't know who know who Colson is, Phil Colson from you know the Avengers and Shield and whatever like that. That Colson, he's back. So, and Nick, uh, basically, he's just like, why are we doing all this, Nick Fury? Isn't that like your your best your best friend? Why don't you just walk up and just talk to him? He's like, well, I could, but I couldn't because your boy Deadpool killed him. And tell me, like, first off, Deadpool not my boy. I don't even fuck with him like that you know uh but anyway but that did happen like doing that whole secret empire and deadpool join evil hydra capture like that he killed colson colson came back to life for no reason whatsoever he's just back nobody knows how he's back but he's back he's a scroll probably (laughs) (laughs) so he's back for some reason and he's in charge of the squad supreme he's like their handler the squad supreme so he's over them and he likes squad supreme better than the not just League, but the Avengers. And basically, Nick Fury is telling him, if you want to get to Colson, meet him at the comic book shop on Wednesday, because that's his routine. That's where you always go. Now, for those that don't know uh, Phil Colson's characterization in the comics, uh, he's a fanboy, basically. He's a superhero fanboy. Uh, matter of fact, he's such a fanboy that he has a like Facebook group with Miss Marvel where they share fan fiction with each other. <laughs> it, it gets that crazy. So he's in the comic book section. He's talking, uh, yeah, Squadron Supreme is the best team ever. Matter of fact, I'll even prove it. And he just talks to a random guy behind him. He's like, hey, you, who's your favorite superhero team? And the guy's like, uh, uh, I don't know, Alpha Flight? Like, Alpha Flight? And he looks at him like, yeah, you don't belong here. And then he, like, calls it, and that's when, boom, Taskmaster shows up. Because basically, Taskmaster was a dude in the comic book shop that don't even know what the fuck he's doing there. And he just punches Colson in the face. And Colson's just like, yeah, I was, Taskmaster, I was waiting for you. Uh, we were we was gonna get to you eventually, but since you're here, we're gonna hit just move this timetable up right now. Tampa like, oh, I'm so scared, you fucking pencil pusher, and just starts beating the shit out of Colson, you know. But Colson had managed to get Hyperion off, so he like, uh oh. So as he called Hyperion, he knows what happened. Hyperion is coming for him. So he's like, Nick Fury is basically in the intercom telling him, you got three seconds to get there before Hyperion gets there. Two, one, bam, Hyperion is there. Taskmaster just tries to just fight him anyway. And Hyperion just like starts beating the shit out of him. But of course, you know, he's holding back because you know he's like Superman strong and shit like that. But it's enough that Taskmaster can feel this shit. And it's just just an ass whooping for like the next 20 issues and shit like that. 
Uh, Taskmaster got his sword, supposed to be made of adamantium, shit like that. Hyperion doesn't care, breaks the shit, you know, <laughs> punches him some more and shit like that. But apparently, Nick Fury, uh, just like he's Superman, he has a weakness. The radiation from his home planet called Argonite. <laughs> but it's just small enough. He's only got one shot to get that Argonite shot off, you know, that to make a weak shit like that. So Tam like, okay, let's do it. So what Taskmaster does, so he like, so how the hell am I supposed to shoot an arrow at a dude to move faster than a speeding bullet? So Taskmaster has a plan. Uh, he stands up, he shoots the bow and arrow, but he misses him on purpose. <laughs> the arrow shoots behind him. So while that shoots behind him, uh, but here's the thing. It's a boomerang arrow. Ah. Yeah. So the bo- shoot, shoots past when the boomerang comes back. That's something new. Yeah, it hits him in the back. He wasn't expecting it. Because the thing was, he saw how weak Taskmaster was. He underestimated him. So he let his guard down. So he wasn't paying attention when the boomerang, when the arrow shot back at him. Got him. And Taskmaster just goes in like murder, murder, kill him. Like, he's an assassin. He's like, I'm going I'm to fuck this dude up. I'm just going to beat the shit out of him. And that's what he does. He just goes to work on Hyperion. <laughs> and then he fears in his ear like, don't do it. Don't do yeah, it. Yeah, it's bloody and shit. Yeah, yeah. like Hyperion fucked him up. Yeah. He was like, if you do it, they will never stop coming after you. He's like, all right. Yeah, I'm, I'm and then he get Damn. like the back. Yeah, he's like pretty ill shit. Yeah, that's what he like, I'm, I, I will let you live because I got other shit to do. Kind of like the Batman speech. I'm, a, I'm the, just want you to know I'm the one man who beat you and all that. <laughs> uh, so he was like, if you had that area, why you just shoot him ahead of time? He was like, the reason I didn't do it, because I wanted him to underestimate it. I wanted him to let his guard down, but I showed him. And then when he collapsed and Nick Fury just picks him up. While he doing all that shit, uh, Black Widow has found their base, and she realized what they're doing and who they're tracking. So she's on the trail also. Remember, she's still trying to uh, kill Taskmaster also. And the end. And Taskmaster is fighting whoever the fuck this is. I, don't know. I think so. that's Black Widow. Or oh, is it fucking black cat? I don't know. <laughs> I want to say white tiger, but I don't. Eh, I don't know. Uh, anyway, cool book. And like I said, not the greatest thing ever, but it's a it's a fun time to pass. Well, pass art, the art's pretty cool, man. Yeah, the fucking... artwork is pretty cool on there, also. And like I said, Taskmaster versus Hyperion fight. I kind of figured, yeah, they're gonna have yeah his weakness, some kind of magic rock or some shit like that. They found some fucking elsewhere, but it's still watching Taskmaster just get the shit beat out of him the whole time. That was pretty fun. Well, I mean, and it bloody. I mean, that's some bloody ass shit. I, yeah, for I a Marvel, you know. Yeah, I have hopes for the Alien books now. <laughs> <laughs> they can push it off in a Taskmaster book, right? <laughs> so, oh, man. so yeah, four to five, cool book. So yeah. All right. Let's see. Uh, share screen. Okay, so I'll do New Mutants. New Mutants. All right. New Mutants number fourteen. Alright. Um, so I jumped back. I, I haven't been following this for a while. Um I jumped back in because it was the start of a new arc. You know, they're they're coming out of the X of Swords or Ten of Swords shit. So I said, you know what, fuck it. I'll I'll, I'll jump back in, see what's going on. And uh so basically the new mutants are is this gonna come up? Come on, come oh, oh, yeah, you gotta do the thing. Okay, yeah. Okay. So basically, um the new uh the new mutants are the the fir- the original team or like part of the like we got Danny Moonstar, Rain Sinclair, we got fucking Warpath on the team now. We have uh 
karma and magic. They're based, they, they basically write a letter to Professor X and the Quiet Council, like, hey, you know, we'd like to start training the youth, you know, give some of these mutant kids um, something to do, you know, uh, harness their powers, give them some training. And Professor X is like, yeah, go for it. So this is basically them find, you know, the, the, the team finding a bunch of these kids and training them. We have um, blah, 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 blah. We have, yeah. So Moonstar, Karma, Warlock, Magic, Wolvesbane, Warpath. Then we have Fuana. Some of these people, I don't know. I'm not, you know, now, you know, I'm not the biggest X-Men fan. So I don't know some of these motherfuckers. But we got <laughs> Fauna. Don't ask me what it is. I don't, I don't know what it is either. We have a note, a knoll, an, I don't know, Nature Girl, Scout. Is that uh is is Scout uh is that um the clone of what's her face? Don't um, ask me the, the new mutant side. I don't the, know. Is that isn't isn't that the like a clone of uh X23 or whatever? I thought that was Honey Badger. Oh, maybe. But she's in here. The clone of the clone of X23 is in here. But okay. I don't see her on the list. Then we have Rainboy, we have Petra. We have Sprite, Dust, Cosmar, and No Girl. No Girl. No Girl is just this brain in a in a in a fucking jar. I thought it was a dude <laughs> or something. It was like, no girl. A it's a girl, but she's got no body. It's just a brain. Anyways, that's the team that they're uh, that um the New Mutants are training, and um basically. So let me share that. Um. So and they, it's it's basically them tra training these kids. Um, uh, and they're, they're teaching them the synergy, how to combine powers, which That's I thought the thing was, they talked about, they talked about that somewhere. Yeah. They, they where they combine powers. Sword, yeah. Yeah. They, they team like up with somebody special and yeah, they, they, they team up with somebody and then they combine their powers. There's a pretty cool scene where Warlock and Warpath team up and synergize. And you have, um, I don't have the picture, but it looks like Warpath inside a, a mech suit made out of warlock a warlock mech suit so i thought that was kind of cool so um and then it, it brings up they're they're talking about you know we got to say you know it's a teen drama it's going this book is going back to like the new mutants teen drama you know they're talking about the cloning and how some of their friends aren't you know haven't been resurrected yet that they might be in the queue they ask about madeline Pryor. why aren't they uh resurrecting her mm -hmm. you know <laughs> um so, you know, some draw, there's some stuff going on with, uh, you know, Karma's having nightmares and, and uh, Danny's sort of using her uh, powers to uh, help her, you know, give her therapy and stuff like that. Um, so basically at the end, after the, a day of training, all these kids, they go, they go back to their separate ways and they go into, the, they're on Krakoa and they go into the cave. All these new kids go into a cave. And in that cave, can I go there? Why is it not letting me go there? Won't let me go there? Damn it. Let me see. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Um, share screen. Window. Yeah, that one. There we go. So they go into this cave. Amal Farouk, the Shadow King, is in there. Mm -hmm. And um, he's gonna—he's 
doing something with them. If he's going to possess them, we don't know. But in the beginning of this book, we got a flashback of Amal Farouk as a child and how the Shadow King first met him. So, so the Shadow King is on this on on Krakoa, basically somehow. Um, I don't know if anybody knows this. I didn't know that either. I... Yeah, so that could pro that's probably going to cause some problems. <laughs> um, I I enjoyed it, you know. Go taking you know new mutants back to its roots, being just like the teen mutant book. Um, uh, pretty who's on this book? Vita Ayala is writing. Rod Reese is doing the art. Is doing the art, which is very reminiscent of uh, Sinkiewicz. Sinkiewicz. I'm yeah. glad you said the name right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's why it wouldn't go. I had to go back. So, oh, see. He's damn we learned. We learned. Yeah, so back back that way. Okay. So yeah. Um I enjoyed it. You know, cool jumping on point. Um and then and we're kind of, you know, on to a new story arc. So yeah, four out of five on uh, new mutants. Cool. All right. Uh next well, last book I got I'm going to do is I don't know why I got this book. I just feel like doing it. Black Cat number one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like reading Black Cat for some reason. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> It is a king in black tie-in. Okay. Yeah, so it, it has something to do with the whole king in black going on right now. So basically when we uh see the black cat, she is stealing because the thing when Shield went down, they um they left all these like weapon and cash caches laying all around the city of New York. So what Black Cat does is that if she finds anybody, she just steals the shit, and just go goes from there. Uh, and she got a like a whole heist team that she does stuff like that. But in the middle of while she's doing it, boom, a symbiote dragon breaks out of nowhere and just interrupts her heist. She's like, oh shit, there's some weird shit going on down right now. So she realized, but she knew it was like this. Uh, what was this thing? You know, like this uh evacuation. There was this evacuation thing that was popping up, like get out of the city, heard me get out of the city. And she's like, ah, oh, they always say this stuff. I'm not gonna get out of the city. But then she decides, you know what? I'm gonna just go up there and just see what the hell is going on right now. So the police actually decided to go topside, see what's going on with the Avengers, make sure they're going on. She see Captain America and the Avengers just wilding the fuck out with these alien symbiotes because she knows what the symbiotes are because she dealt with Venom in the past like that. And she's like, uh, Captain America, I know you don't know me, but um, yeah, I know who you are. And Cap, like, yeah, I know who you are. You're uh, Felicia Hardy. Spider Man talks about you all the time. She's like, oh, he does now. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so she's like what do you need me to do he's like I need all hands on deck y'all do this I need people over here I need a guy over here you flanked everything and she's just like oh hell yeah okay well, America go you know all this like America fuck yeah so she's all in you know and she's like the Avengers like these aliens always show up and stuff like that they're gonna win Avengers are gonna win so it's no big deal and she see Doctor Strange in the background she's like yeah Doctor Strange he's good that's nothing gonna happen with him until she sees Doctor Strange get fucked up <laughs> she's like wait what that ain't supposed to happen. So she sees Dr. Strange go down. She's like, okay, what the hell? So when we cut back to Felicia, like uh hours later, she she left. She like, nah, I got the fuck up out of there. <laughs> like, I had no time to deal with this stuff. So she left. And uh but it was the re the it was revealed the reason she left was because Captain America told her to leave. Captain America told her to uh get out of there because. The reason he told her to get out of there because she was like, Felicia, you're a survivor. You know how to get out of there. 
we need you to get Doctor Strange out of there. If you get Doctor Strange out of there, we got a chance to win this. So her whole thing is that she and her heist team together, we're going to get back Doctor Strange. The end. That's that's the book. So yeah. Okay. Uh, pretty cool. Uh, it's, it's written by the same guy that written uh, that wrote Taskmaster. So I was thinking like maybe there's some kind of like a tie-in or something in there, especially since it was dealing with Shield, but then it went to like some different area where the Shield shit didn't even matter. So it was about King and Black. Does this have anything to do with like is Black Cat going to really be a factor in the King of Black storyline? Probably not. This is filler. It's whatever. But at the same time, they're launching a a new like uh run like a, a continuous series and i guess it's using king of black to like to get uh, as a jumping off point so yeah overall i have 3.5 out of 5 did i say 4 3.5 out of 5 <laughs> um, okay well i will got immortal hulk number 41 okay so this picks up where last we last left off where ben not ben Grimm. well yeah ben Grimm, the thing is fighting Joe Fix It Hulk. Okay. You know, um, and Joe, uh, basically, Joe Fix It has been, you know, Banner and Banner's been separated from the Hulk body. He's in hell. The leader's doing shit to him. And uh, Joe Fix It um, fell in Coney Island and Thing was waiting for him. And the Thing is like, okay, you ruined my, my anniversary. You put me in a coma. You know, it's clobbering time. And he beats the holy shit out of the Hulk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Joe Fix is not on things level. So yeah. yeah. Um, he beats the shit out of the Hulk. Um, and he's like, you know, Ben Grimm's is taking it out on him, you know. Um, and, and uh and uh oops, yeah, this stuff. Oh, Where's that's it. Thing? Hold on, let me get you. Let me get you. So to the point where like the Hulk is basically like begging, stop, please, you're hurting me and shit. Mm-hmm. And and you know, Ben is like, you know, oh, really? You can dish it out, but you can't take it. You know how many lives you've ruined and all the, you know, the the civil the, the cities and the, the damage you've caused, and you want you, you know, now you're begging and you're crying and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but finally, Joe that, tur- he's like, you know what, fuck it. He turns back into human form. You know, well, and he's like, Bruce. "Hey, you know, you got to stop because you're basically beating up a child." And he's referring to all the multiple personalities, and you know, Child Hulk, you know, regular Incredible Hulk. He's basically a big kid, mm-hmm. you know, that can't control his temper. You know, throwing a tantrum. So you're basically beating up a child, you know. So Ben Grimm. But the child has been beating him up for years. Yeah. So Ben Grimm, because Ben Grimm's just that cool of a guy, he says, okay, I'll stop. And he takes pity on him, which I thought was really cool. This is just, this issue just shows how cool Ben Grimm is. So Ben Grimm ends up taking, you know, Joe Fix It to get some hot dogs. They're on Coney Island. They're going to Nathan's hot dog stand, which I've been there. Great hot dogs. <laughs> so he's he's you know and they're and he and Joe Fixick basically tells the thing what's been going on in the entire Immortal Hulk run about the green door about the leader possessing everybody and all that stuff you know and how Banner is being trapped in hell and he basically you know catches him up on everything that's what's been going on. Yeah, he's in a different headspace than last time he met. So yeah. 
Um, so Ben Grimm's like, okay, I'll let you go. Here's some clothes. I'll let you take off, you know, and I'll tell everybody, you know, what's going, what's happening. And he also, he's like, you know, well, well, if you're going against the leader, you know, uh, maybe we should get, you know, read on this because you need a smart guy, you know? Um, but you know, Hulk's like, no, man, I, th- this isn't something you can help out with. We got to go to hell. And basically, you know, he refers, he's refers to when Ben Grimm got killed and how he, you know, went to heaven or whatever. Right. It made he's, like, you, you, he's like, yeah, when you, when you died, did you go upstairs or downstairs? And, um, thing goes, uh, yeah, I went upstairs and then Hulk's like, yeah, you can't help. You, 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 you can't help us. <laughs> But then Ben Grimm, you know, this is what I thought was really cool. Ben Grimm ends up telling the Hulk about, you know what, you know, um, after his, you know, your death experience, how he became religious. And um, he talked about, you know, the book of Job in the Bible, how Job was tested by God and, you know, tested his faith and all the shit that happened to him. He was a very faithful guy, a good guy, basically how bad stuff happens to good men. Mm-hmm. And, um, and how unfair it could be. And, you know, you might think you had a, you know, you know, uh, you know, you were dealt a bad, uh, a bad deck and all that. But the thing that keeps him going is his friends and family and basically tells the Hulk, maybe you should use some, you could use some friends, you know, you're not in this alone. I can always, I've got, I got dealt the short end of the stick, but I always have my family to rely on. To get me through when I need that. And um, and so you, you can use some friends, Hulk. And I thought that was really cool. This, like I said, this book really showed how cool Ben is. You know, he's just, you know, that everyday, you know, every man, you know, just a blue-collar guy who had this really shitty thing happen to him. Mm-hmm. And um, he basically turned into a monster. But deep down, he is still just this really cool guy. You know, he's still human. And that's what I like about this theme. So yeah, yeah. And that's what I like about like this issue. It's like yin and yang. They're two opposites. You have Ben Grimm, who's a monster on the outside, but a good guy on the inside. And then you have Banner, who's you know a good guy on the outside, but a monster on the inside. So it's like these two opposites. And I thought that was really cool. Um, yeah, this is a really great issue. I really enjoyed this. Um, yeah, this is a shit. Fuck it. Five out of five. Fuck it. <laughs> I really, I really dug on it. You know, you know, like I said, Ben Grimm is just a really swell guy. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he got, he got, you know, he got some revenge. He got to take out his uh, frustrations on him. But in the end, he decided, you know, it ain't worth it. So I thought that was cool. Nice. So. Okay. Uh, any other ones you got? Or? Yeah. I got one more, and this is my book of the week. Okay. Uh, yeah, let me set that up. This is Post Americana, number one from Image. Let me pull it up on. Uh, oh, fuck it. I'll just go. You know what? I'm just going to go off the. Uh, the um, I'm going to read the, uh, the description. You know, it'll be easier. Okay. <laughs> So Steve Scrochy or Scross or I don't know how to say his name, but he actually he did the art, awesome art. It is um you know he's kind of like Jeff Darrow. He actually worked worked with Jeff Darrow. He was one of the uh, one of the uh, concept artists on the Matrix movies, and he worked with Jeff Darrow on Doc 
uh, Doc Frankenstein. So his art is crazy. So basically, this is on image. Um, and it's a futuristic tale. I'll read the description. The Cheyenne Mount installation, a.k.a. the bubble, is the most sophisticated super bunker in the world. It was built to ensure the survival of America's executive branch of government and its most important citizens, should the unthinkable happen. When the world ended, the executive branch failed to reach the sanctuary. But the elite citizenry did. 80 years later, one of their own has named himself the new president of the United States. His plan? Subjugate the survivors of the American wasteland using the same bunker resources meant to rebuild it. The only thing standing in their way is a deadly wasteland girl hell-bent on revenge. Um, so this has been described as basically a uh, um, like Kill Bill meets Mad Max Fury Road. Um, and as you can tell, the art is crazy. It's violent. It's gory. Right up my alley. <laughs> right. um, yeah, this and it's um, it's nothing new. You know, you know, it's sci-fi, future, dystopian America that's making comments on our current socio-political climate. We've seen them before. Um, but this is just told in this over-the-top, violent, very darkly comedic style. It's hilarious. I was there's a lot of funny parts in here, like mutant chickens. There's like the president. He looks like Reagan in a way. <laughs> yeah, definitely yeah. Um, uh, yeah, mutant cannibal, cannibal gangs roaming the wastelands, mutant chickens that eat people. Um, it's yeah, it, it, the way it's told, it's it's just refreshing. And it also points out because one of the survive one so in the book there's this like uh, the the dome they call it the dome or the bubble this you know secret hideout that was meant for the rich and the wealthy to survive any apocalypse um, and they've been living there in the lap of luxury for eighty years while the rest of the world's gone to shit you know turned into you know the you know the cursed earth like in uh, Judge Dredd um, but there's a um, a faction of rebels inside the bubble that are trying to, that want to save the country. And once this like fascist guy becomes president and he's going to use like the military to go destroy, you know, the country and, and, you know, be raised this fascist regime, they decide to, you know, rebel and they escape, they escape the mountain to try and warn everybody. And they meet up with this, this, this chick, I forget her name, but, um, yeah, obviously they must have did something to her because she's like, I'm, I want to kill all these people. So she meets up with one of these rebels from the inside and it, and it it sort of touches on, you know, classism, you know, and it makes a comment on like, like, uh, like ultra, like privileged liberals, you know, bleeding heart liberals that, but they've come from like a rich background. They come from money. They come from like the affluent suburbs or stuff. They, you know, they've had privileged lives, but they want to like, you know, help out, you know, the poor communities, you know, but they've never actually ever been poor. You know what I mean? So you have that, that naive sort of, uh, you know, ideology from them. And then you have this, 
this girl who's lived in this wasteland, lived in, you know, this marginalized community, you know, been a minority, been, you know, from been poor and struggled, you know, those, those two ideologies clashing, you know, but they need each other, you know, uh, you know, because the guy from the inside, you know, he's been living in the lap of luxury, you know, he's like, I know what they're doing. I know what they're capable of. So we, we need to work together. We need to combine forces to, uh, to help fight this fascism. So I thought that was really cool. You know, uh, yeah, here's the president dude. Just, he just, he's just some rich guy who decides I want to be president and I'm going to take over the world. <laughs> <laughs> and like I said, the art was really brutal and violent and, you know, heads being blown off, decapitations, cannibal, cannibal gangs. And like I said, mutants eating people. Yeah, I give this a five out of five. This was great. I can't wait. I want. I want. I want more. Like I want to read the next issue like now. So, <laughs> so yeah, Post Americana number one. If you're into cool sci-fi political satire, you know, told in violent, gory fashion, check it out. So. Well, I'm so okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so any more books you got? Or? I'm booked out. Okay. Cool uh yeah yeah like i said if you listen this long definitely like share subscribe definitely share this out uh no i still don't have any powers yet i'm right, <laughs> on the clock <laughs> did you at least try did you see if you could shoot lasers at your eyes real quick <laughs> let me see let me <laughs> let me see if i can read your thoughts i'm thinking of a number between no <laughs> think of a number between one and five <laughs> no, we're trying to run real quick <laughs> right <laughs> Oh man. So yeah, uh next week I guess is gonna be the last week of hell of 2020. So I guess was asking, are we doing like an end of the year show? I mean, we always do, but this year kind of sucks. So I don't know what we're gonna yeah, do. Yeah, what are we gonna choose from? <laughs> we'll we'll figure some out. We'll we we'll We got a week to figure this out. So next week, I feel like we are gonna do a, a end of the year. Because I'm pretty I, sure I'm pretty sure the books are gonna be slow because it's Christmas and that's always yeah. an off week, you know. So yeah, so we can just do just a, a episode just of that. So yeah, we'll we'll figure something out. We got a week to figure it out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. We talk to you guys next week. Same bully time. Same bully channel. <laughs>
Thank you. 